college basketball and XFL weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP just to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paper head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Bokes. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and the Bokes company has you covered with a variety of beautifully styled bouquets, uh, sweet treats, plants, gifts, Succulents bloom starting at $39. That's B O U Q S.com backslash SGP for 25% off. Once again, that's B O U Q S.com backslash SGP for 25% off. We're also brought to you by the NBA frauds contest on the NBA odds pod. We're giving away a thousand dollars. If you're able to identify the frauds for the second half of the NBA season, go to SGPN.io backslash NBA frauds. That's SGPN.io backslash NBA frauds. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. You know who I am, but I'm not going to just dive in on there. I'm going to say I'm here with my co-host, the legendary Tecmo of Titan, Titan of Tecmo. I'm dyslexic (laughs) and nothing uh, new here, folks. (laughs) Uh, the Burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. The smallest, <laughs> smallest subcockles in the West. <laughs> Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh. There goes oh, mud. Muddy with the howl. Chiming in. Back you up. And in case you didn't know, folks. Oh, yeah. Let me introduce you to the tyrant of Tecmo. Oh, the savant of statistics. The Latina snatch cleaner. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the menace of Venice. Ah. The gin and tonica of Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> the fan of tits of Los Angeles. Uh, of, of the world. Really. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that way that's, that's accurate. The man whose asshole is currently leaking like a faucet. <laughs> you may know him as a man of the people. I know him as a true scumbag that just happens to know his sports, but that's why we love him <laughs> folks. Let me introduce you to the host of our show. As always, the one, the only Colby swinging database. Dent. Yes, yes, yes. AKA pick. Dundee. Picked Dundee. <laughs> oh man, that was good. I like that, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks, sir. I yes. gotta work on my Mike, Michael Buffer impression there a little bit. I, I did eat a burrito and it's running right through me. Boom. 
That's life in, in LA street, right. street burritos. That's right. It's a uh, hit or miss. I do the gin and tonica of Santa Monica. I do I, look, I drink everything. Yeah. People always ask me like, which, I mean, I do have favorites, but I, I kind of just go across the world. It changes like the wind. You're you know a, what I mean? You're a man of many tastes. Yes, yes, yes. In the face. How are you doing, pal? Buddy. Life is grand. We inch a little closer to the savior of football. The dawn of a new era in football. Dare I even. say, welcome to the XFL. Hey, right? <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to break down games. We are going to break down games and talk XFL uh, week one. And, and t- I'm going to talk about why I think it can succeed. Yeah. But before we get there, we got to talk topical stuff like say, say before we dive into college basketball, I want to just talk about Mark D'Antonio, Michigan state. You know, I'm curious about the timing of this. I saw there might be some things involving a scandal or some recruits uh, were taken care of or something. I don't know. I don't know if that was accurate. I saw people tweeting that, mm. but I also saw that he did collect a big bonus about, uh, I think three or four weeks ago. Yeah. I think it's a little, little scummy. Money, uh, little scummy. There's some uh, potential foul play here. Well, there's been a lot of foul play at Michigan state. Of course. Um, I don't know. If now, this, what was the situation there? Was the uh, was it the trainer? Was it g- gymnastics? Some kind of yeah, Larry Nassar. Yeah, uh, or Nasser, Nasser, I think. Nassar. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. Well, I mean, he was their gymnastics trainer. I'm I'm, think, I'm drawing yeah, a blank on what this story team was. Team doctor, right? Okay, yeah, something team like doctor, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was doing Just, terrible things. Yeah, to kind of. I think it was situational. Yeah, but I think like basically, especially women harassing. Yeah. Yeah. At younger ages, I think yeah. like 12, 13 years old. True scumbag. Stuff like that. True scumbag. But that doesn't have anything to do with D'Antonio, but D'Antonio, I think there's cases, I don't know, there's a lot of uh, smoke around whether it was, I think, a rape case with a player. I don't... And a cover-up on his part, potentially? No, that was a while ago. I yeah. don't think that's the one that they're currently talking about. I think they're talking about recruiting infractions. Okay. But also, um, I just find the timing tough. I mean, he, he did this the day before signing day. It is. It is. You got to wonder. I mean, at least he didn't do it the day after signing day. That's true. And then he was even quoted as saying, that's why you had to do it. Right. But I mean, he's got an interim coach. Now I'm, I'm curious to know where they'll go. Some people have said, you know, uh, Narduzzi at pit makes sense. Um, obviously Luke fickle. Sure. Right now. I think they gave it to, uh, what's the old Ohio state's coach. Mm. Trestle. Trestle. Trestle's uh nephew or something or yeah, son Mike, or Mike something. Trestle. Yeah. Is the interim head coach. I wonder if it's interim coach for like a year or interim coach for a few months. That's a good question. It's so late in the off season. Yeah. Why even hire an interim coach? There's not a game to be played. I guess you have to have someone running the program at all times. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what do you think though? I think they should finally ha- go after some offense. Yeah. The Michigan State that I grew up with had Andre Risen and Charles Rogers and Derek Mason and Plaxico Barris and Moose and Muhammad. Yeah. Maybe they should try to, to generate some offense yeah. again. That that said, under D'Antonio's watch, they had Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Bell. That's why they should have been better in offense. Right. I mean, they they upset two very good Ohio State teams in what? 
2015 and 2018. Was it? Yeah. And almost did another one where they missed a two point conversion and went for the win. Yeah. I mean, he did a great job there. Let's be honest, but yeah. you know, uh, I don't like the timing. I don't like how he got that little extra payday, but I mean, it is interesting. Um, I don't know if you want to switch gears, but I know that uh, I saw something I saw on Twitter today on a similar on a coach with a seemingly similar personality, um, Randy Etzel in Yukon. Yes, that was hilarious. A wet blanket personality. Randy Etzel goes public on saying he doesn't welcome transfers. Yeah, because it shows weakness. It shows that they're troubled. They're more likely to be troubled, which I actually believe he's probably right. <laughs> I also think that when you're at UConn and you're struggling for wins, you could use some experience that were backups yeah. to the grad transfer route or just transfer in general from yeah. other big programs. Yeah. And to not try to go after that, I think is foolish. Well, far be it from us to tell a guy how to run his program. Well, he's, he's he had will great be jobless success in a year. He I hasn't, mean, he hasn't had success in a, of since the grad transfer rule has been a, a thing. Yeah. Uh, a staple of college yeah. football. That is true. That is kind of how the game is working now. I mean, we just saw a playoff two, with two three of, of the four. Yeah. Three of the four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two of the Hertz burrow and fields. Uh, That's right. Three of the four teams had grad transfers or transfers at, at, at quarterback. Right. And the one team that didn't has now had three quarterbacks Grad transfer away from them. Yes. That's Clemson. Trevor yes. Lawrence, who has Chase Bryce just went to Duke. Kelly Bryant went to Missouri, and the other guy went to Northwestern. Yeah, uh, I'm struggling to think of his name right now. He was so far down the depth chart, but he was like a five star yeah. recruit. He's at Northwestern. He's still at Northwestern. Yeah, that's how it works now. Um, another, you know, obviously big name, Bryce Perkins was a transfer. Yeah, he was in one of the New Year's Six bowls. Um, it's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing. I mean, Felipe Franks is now at Arkansas. Yeah. I'm seeing it already affect this season. We just saw KJ Costello go to uh, Mississippi state. That's right. Uh, These are big name quarterbacks, five stars or yeah, starters. Yeah, on definitely man. winning teams. It uh, happens. Yeah. Chase Bryce went to Duke. We don't have to like it, but for a guy who had one of the worst defenses in the history of all college football and a horrible quarterback situation recently, like yeah. it's, I think it'd be time to dial into that. Yeah. Let me go out and try to get a backup from one of these schools. But but uh, I think, you know, Nick Saban, not completely opposed to transfers, but certainly a disciplinarian Bronco Co- Mendenhall. Really? Cause uh, he was trying to get Gardner Minshew when he went to Wazoo. That's another one grad transfer. Yeah. So I, I don't think Nick Saban is completely opposed, yeah. but I don't think he goes that route quite as often. Um, but, uh, and then, but on the flip side of that Bronco Mendenhall seems to be kind of like a disciplinarian type and, and he's totally for the transfer yeah. route. So I don't think that that necessarily has anything to do with the other, but if he wants to strictly instill his kind of guys, look, I'm not going to hate on the guy, but I think to make a blanket statement that anyone who's a transfer is more likely to be, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I would think if you're Yukon, you want to do that right away. You look at Tulane success with the LSU transfer mm-hmm. uh, at quarterback and, and Justin McMillan, I believe his name was, um, you go around, you saw Shane Bushell at SMU this past year. Yeah. You've seen it um, at a bunch of, 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 especially on that level. Right. When you're a group of five, uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of teams have done it over the past couple of years. When you're looking at this old, this is a good segue right into the uh, recruiting rankings because signing day again. Yes. And so what you're seeing is 
the same teams at the top of the signing uh, rankings. Uh, I want to say like, I forget what the exact stat I pulled it out. The, I want to say 18 of the five stars uh, out of the 35 stars in this class belong to the top five 14. or six yeah. teams on yeah. the list. I, think I saw that too. And then uh, the remaining ones are kind of just scattered throughout. It may even be more than that. So all the talent is going to the same schools and uh, look, they're not all going to play. So some of those dudes are going to transfer this. Yeah. Everyone's going to vie yeah. for the job. That's going to get you in the playoff. Cause there's one or the invitational as it were. There's only a few spots that are teams that can get in. Yeah. You know, and if you're not one of those guys that gets the starting a burn, especially a quarterback, then you're a transfer. And, uh, which gets me to this, by the way, I don't want to, by the way, Colorado, by the way, landed a, a big time recruit four-star running back, uh, top running back out of, uh, Louisiana. Boom. Uh, oh yeah, that's yours. Okay. Taking them out of the South. Now, what I liked about this was that he's going to, they're going to break out Byron, the wizard white's number. Ooh. That is, uh, apparently there's some type of family connection where it's, he's deeply, it's not like grandson or whatever. It's far, it's far down the tree. Yeah. But there's a little blood there. I, that's from what I understand. You know what? Revive the memory. Byron, the wizard white man. You got to love that name. Is it wizard or wizard? I think I it's, it's wizard white. Yeah. I think it's wizard, not yeah, wizard. No. Like wizard, the Washington yeah. wizard. Yeah. That's an old school name. You know, you got like flipper Anderson. Got Wizard White. We just saw. We were watching Mad Dog Mike Curtis. That's right. Me and Patty C just watched a good hour, hour of NFL films back in the seventies and eighties. Larry Zonka. <laughs> Simpler times, better <laughs> times. Uh, no, but a uh, uh, group of five recruiting rankings. I gotta just brag a little bit here. Let's hear it. Uh, the top group of five recruiting class is Cincinnati. That one kind of made sense. They had a great year. They're doing better, heading the right direction. Fickle's a hot coach. Boise State too, which that makes sense. Yep. And then surprisingly, tied for third is Tulane and East Carolina, ahead of UCF, ahead of Florida and Atlantic, Florida International, ahead of Memphis, ahead of Houston. Buddy, I'm getting sold on one, uh, one Mike Houston. Hey. <laughs> Those are big names to be jumping out in front of, especially with a losing season. One losing season. Well, his first year. Belt. First year. Yeah. Hey, I'm not. I'm not hating on the job he did. I think he did a great job in improving their record to what he did. But facts are facts. They still had a losing season, and this guy's pulling in the number three recruiting class of all group of five teams. Yes. At a school that hasn't had success in probably five years. Uh, yeah. Since Ruffin McNeil left, but. Um, let me just pull up. I just want to make sure were we four and eight or were we five and seven? Let me ask you this. Where did this Houston guy, uh, where did this Houston guy, uh, come from? Ha the Citadel. <laughs> he made a, you know, basically he made a lateral, if not a backward move going to ECU. He came from the, the true East coast. Power. He went from the settler to James Madison. That's right. And look, I just looked at a, a stat. He won a natty at James Madison. Won a natty at James Madison, lost another. Um, I looked at a stat that someone posted about the super bowl. Uh, players from each school that have scored points in the super bowl. James Madison has 23 points scored in the super bowl. Gary Clark by them. Yeah. Probably some and of Norwood. those. But let me let me tell you this. Yeah, Norwood. Those are the two. I guarantee you. Probably, maybe if Charles Hill, I don't think he ever got one. But I think Clark had a touchdown. Or definitely had one against the Broncos. I think he probably had one against. I think he did have one against the Bills. So he probably had two against the Bills. And boom, 
maybe one other, who knows either way. Uh, James Madison university has scored more points uh, or has had players account for more points than any other team in Virginia in Super Bowl history. <laughs> Virginia Tech sitting there at 20. I don't know that a single other player from the state has ever scored. So, or and you got to think Virginia Tech's school. trending the other direction. That's right. Look out. Anyway, Mike Houston is uh, definitely making moves at ECU. I expect them to come back up. I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about this year. The American gets a little stronger. Yes. We're, 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 we've been a great football school for a long time. If you take out the Scotty Montgomery years. Yeah. Lots of uh, continued success yeah. too. Not a whole lot of down years. Scotty anymore. Montgomery ruined everything. <laughs> That's why we faded him at Maryland last year, the entire season, uh, except the first two. Oh, unfortunately the first two weeks they were red hot. Yeah. But they were the worst team after that. It finally, uh, momentum reality finally caught out with them. I'm going to cut this lime up so we can enjoy this. Uh, Corona cut that lime. familiar cut that lime and this Pacifico. Uh, what do you think about Jerry kill to a uh, TCU uh, former Minnesota head coach, Jerry kill uh, who's has suffered from seizures and stuff. He's kind of bounced around college football since then being like a, uh, I guess an advisor or trying to help out with the team and teams in some way. But now he's coming as a as a coach to a TCU. I like I like the hire because I think this guy's a good football coach. He had he Virgi- or, or Virginia. He had uh, Minnesota and Northern Illinois good while he was there. Yeah, I know he did criticize uh, PJ Fleck and yeah, that's Paul not working out so is, good though. It's not working out, but I can see where he's coming from. That well, Fleck, PJ Fleck just won a whatever. Well, he's a great coach. <laughs> I think you can be a great coach and still be completely all about yourself. And, and, and Fleck does a great job of saying the right things. And to some extent, and it may just be a misinterpretation of who Fleck is, but cause that's got, cause Fleck could have stayed at Western Michigan one more year and not taken a job at Minnesota. Like that was a shocking move. That was like Matt Campbell taking the Iowa state and he could have taken USC this year. So I think kill may, uh, may have missed. I think he's just angry because they fired his boy because he left it over to his D coordinator. He's now at Virginia tech, Tracy clay. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure he's just mad and I get it. I'd be mad too. I will say this in my own personal opinion, Fleck comes across as a little bit of a, but you're a Jim Harbaugh guy. I know it all. You know, I am a, I am a Jim Harbaugh guy, but I don't see the uh, relationship necessarily. I see Fleck like Mr. At the front of everything, you know, buttoned up, you know, it, it just looks obnoxiously like, like the center, Buddy, of attention. I'm buying in and I, obnoxiously and, the center of attention. And I'll have you guys know yeah, that me and NC Nick have talked about our college football trip next year. Mm-hmm. And we have it down to three teams. Okay. And they're all kind of in that vicinity. Well, one of them, so I guess a little West, but we have it down to Minnesota, which yep. is currently, I think leading North Dakota state check, check and Wyoming with Craig bull. All fun. Let's go earlier in the year. So we don't freeze our asses off. Or is that the point? I like that. You wouldn't like that. We Patty. See, we just watched NFL films. We saw games in rain and snow. And I believe I, I didn't even have to trigger the comment. You even said without me bringing it up, you said, that's the way football is supposed to be. It's true. I haven't seen a mud bowl like that in quite a while. Exactly. Every player head to toe covered in mud. Give me more of that. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, all right. Anything else to take away from Jerry kill? That was a good move for TCU. I think. Yeah. Good yeah. pickup. Uh, you know, Gary Patterson had been, um, I'm assuming Jerry kill is going to be on the defensive side of the ball there. I would uh, assume that maybe, maybe special teams, maybe, maybe, oh, yeah. 
I know that uh, Patterson had had that defense uh, really firing there. Um, I think they took a step back for a couple years, but while the offense was great, but I think they've even back out, you know, still yeah. a solid defense again, um, but can always uh, use more head coaching experience on the staff. Good for recruiting. Good for uh, managing uh, all the, yeah. you know, administrative elements. So nice hire. Agreed. Okay. So now we're going to, we're, it's easy to see a tide turn Patty C. We're going to turn that tide over to college basketball. Um, I mean, did you want to touch on, on recruiting rankings or anything? I think we, we, it's the same teams that we, yeah, let's see. That we know in football, by the we'll way, before, we, before we dive into college basketball. Yeah. One, one, one countdown here. Uh, the recruiting rankings, Georgia, finally, no, it's Clemson. That's been trying to get over the hump. Georgia's had it. Uh, the number one spot. This is their second it's time. Interesting in though, because I just read something that's had Georgia at number three. Interesting. It's all, you know, depending on the uh, recruiting service, whether it be ESPN, twenty-four seven, a scout, what have you. Um, now, here's the thing, Georgia's. We I, uh, we we talked about this. So twenty-four-seven has Georgia number one in, in in all of college football. Yeah, recruiting wise. Now they have been in the top five, I think, the past four years. Yeah, and they have one playoff appearance to show for it. And unfortunately, I think that. I, look, I like Georgia. I want them to win a national championship. I would not mind them winning a national championship. However, I wonder if the ship is pass passing through. You know what I mean? Like, has it passed? Right. That's because uh... are are they entering Mark Rick territory here, where they're just going to win ten games every year and be really good? They well, they are having for the first time this year. I had to uh, really acknowledge that they're having a hard time winning the big games. There may be something, and about, I like Kirby Smart. I like what they're doing. Yeah, um, but that said, when you're recruiting, we saw the stat today that 48 percent of the uh, what uh, Power Five recruits, yeah, uh, are from the states of Georgia, Florida, Texas, California. Yeah, Georgia's kind of approaching Florida, yeah. California, and so when you're in that much of a recruiting hotbed. And you have that much like access to talent and, and Georgia tech's not really challenging them. Got a four star today. That Georgia tech. Yep. Running back. Well, Georgia's got 15 of those and five, four stars. So Jeff Collins five, is going to build something. Jeff Collins is getting them better from a recruiting standpoint. I would expect them to improve. And oh, so yeah. maybe they will eventually start getting their share, but Georgia right now is getting what they want. Obviously as reflected by the number one, I don't, I don't, I need to see like three more years of them failing to get over the hump before I quit on Kirby smart. I think this would be what year five or four. <sighs> I'm not sure off the top of my yeah. head, but you got Bama two, Clemson three, LSU four, Ohio state five. Uh, that's pretty much how I would expect that to go. Yeah. Tennessee, a real surprise jumping in the top 10 that, and they have to be paying. Got it. Just like Miami. When I see Miami and Tennessee that where they are, yeah. I'm well, seeing paydays. Miami just has access to tons of talent. And we know for a fact that sometimes the talent in Miami is being overrated by the recruiting services um, just because of the history that has been there. But, uh, and maybe it just hasn't been developed properly and they have been that talented, but um, Tennessee has access. They're, they're nearby, but top 10, like over Oklahoma, over Michigan, over they're Penn cut, State. And they just lost to Georgia State at home. Yeah, over Notre Dame. Did they 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 had a decent year, a uh, decent second half of the year? They didn't beat a team with a winning record until until the bowl game. True. So that's true. 
it was, uh, you know, counterfeit paper tiger, but, uh, Pruitt is a saving disciple. And we know from, uh, your previous conversations with the uh, people in the know that he is a master of laundering money. So maybe Pruitt has figured out the same thing. And Tennessee is a team on the rise. Perhaps. I mean, we'll see. They got to play at Oklahoma next year. There's an opportunity. There's a huge opportunity. Um, what else do we got here? North Carolina, Nebraska, Nebraska, North Carolina coming up with big, even Stanford, your boy, David Shaw staying in the mix. Now this is a pathetic start for Florida state finishing number 22, but got to admit, there's a lot of turmoil. You got to figure yeah, it'll be better moving forward Georgia tech. There we go. Georgia tech at 26. How about, how about, whoa, whoa, whoa. 27. Who Mike one leads. I wonder if this is the highest recruiting class he's gotta ever be. had. Gotta be. Are you kidding me? In gotta year be. one, give this guy a little time to start pulling in some recruits. 27th in the nation. Five, four stars in this class alone. Mike Leach is going How to. How is Maryland even doing that? I don't understand. Because Mike locks. They're going to win two. He's going to be fired. Two, two, give it two years. They got to give him time to get his just. Is he number 35, buddy? Lot, get loads of uh, recruits in. What's that? Watch out for number 35. Oh, buddy. the buffs coming up the rankings. And then boom. Here you go, folks. Look no further. Cincinnati cracks the top 40 of recruiting rankings. Put him in. Inching ever closer to uh, power five status. That you hope. That, All right. That is inevitable. We touched on recruiting. All right. Now let's switch it over to college basketball where tonight was awesome. We all had winning nights on locks. Boom. Check our spreadsheet out daily at the, the, uh, either on our Twitters, any of our Twitters, uh, or the sports gambling podcast, Twitter, or just go to sports podcast.com. Click on college basketball picks. And we post, we handicap every single division one college basketball game. And we give our locks. And we've been doing that for years. Always been over 50%. So check it out. If you're a first time listener, um, we all had good nights tonight. Nick and see Nick, by the way, Nick just is killing sizzling, it. killing it lately. Yeah. Undefeated night tonight. Jeez. Again, not bad. Four Oh and one on locks. One push. Mm. And he's winning you money. If you're paying attention, folks, how about this college? This is, this is perfect for this college basketball season though. Yeah. LSU has a 26 game home winning streak and they play the worst team in the SEC. The Commodores of Vanderbilt with Jerry Stackhouse and Vandy wins in Baton Rouge by nine. It wasn't even that close. Yeah. This is right on par with this season. Yeah. This is uh par for the course. You I just think. put LSU and Danta base top 10. Now I'm going to bounce them out by Sunday. Boom. That's a bad loss. That is a bad loss. And it's a good win for Stackhouse. Who needs He's it. in year one. Yeah. So that is a big win for him. Probably the biggest of his career so far. Uh other other games. Your your Wahoos. Had to have it. Let's talk about that for a second here. Virginia beats Clemson, and Clemson only had 14 points at halftime. <laughs> Clemson still almost won this game. Yeah. Virginia. Cover the spread. You locked up Clemson. Came yep. through for you. Boom. Uh, yeah, I knew for a fact that Virginia is not blowing anyone out. It's barely happened more than once this entire season. Almost every game it, it, that they win is a nail biter. Tony Bennett's doing a great, but they're getting better, man. They are getting better. And like I said, this team, well, when you have a bunch of players that should not be the number one 
guy touching the ball and probably an, a bunch of guys that should, should be number, number four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I want to yeah. say Braxton key was the number f- five option. Yeah. Who did they have last year? Ty Jerome, Kyle guy, Deandre Hunter. Yeah. And then probably Diakite maybe would be Diakite, uh, 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 he, who's the guy who got injured for them last year? Hmm. That was two years ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was Hunter. Um, that's right. That's but, right. uh, yeah, so Key was somewhere down like four or five, even like Huff. All those guys are not used to touching the ball and not being not used to being the guy that is relied on to get buckets. And so I don't think any of them have figured out how to be that guy yet, but they at least are a little better, and between them, they know how to play in close games now, it seems like. So uh, starting to win, starting to uh, claw back toward respectability, and uh seem like they're inside the bubble right now, right? I would say I think they're right there. Yeah. I think they might be on the inside right now. And I think they want to have them on the inside because they won the national championship last yeah, year. It's good for viewers. Um that's that was a big win though. Yeah. I know you got some 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 tough games on deck coming up. We'll get touch on Who did that. we get to uh who who they just beat before that? Florida uh, yeah, Florida State, and then they also beat somebody else in a close one. I feel like uh, who was it in the ACC? They beat Florida State. I'm not sure. I'm forgetting. Either way, they've been in some dog fights. They've been winning. So NC State, maybe for that. Maybe I think they've won three in a row. Nice. Um. Anyway, uh, how about the Butler Villanova game? Oh man, how about a bad beat for one Colby D oh, and a man. great beat. For Patty C. I have Villanova plus two and a half. The game Villanova hits a three to tie it up with like six seconds left or nine seconds left, something like that. Yeah. Then uh uh what's it called? Butler comes storming down the court, and you're thinking, oh, this game's gonna go to overtime because I know Villanova, they're a tough defensive team. Yeah. At the very least, the spread's two and a half. They get two here. Yeah, they get a two. I cover by half a point, but instead, no. I like that little move he did. It was uh why am I struggling to think of the point guard's name? It's such a baller. For damn it, man, I'm struggling. He I'm drove, struggling. he stepped back, he drove, he stepped, he did like a little Z pattern with his feet and bang on the second step pack. Just popped it. Dude, that was a ridiculously hard shot. Perfect yeah. defense. Perfect defense. Yeah, perfect defense. defense right over the fingertips and this splash on net for the win. You looking up buzzer beater? No, I'm looking up. Why can't I think of the fucking guy's name? Butler point guard. He's like the, one of the best players in college basketball. And this guy's on his phone. I, and I'm, and I'm failing and I'm failing. Cause I, this fucking shit is, uh, yeah, yeah. Aaron Thompson. No, no. Uh, the best player on their team. No, I'm fucking drawing a blank too. Oh gosh. Kamar Baldwin. That's what I'm thinking of. One of the best players in college basketball. He's a money fucking point guard. Ridiculous. Almost Allen Iver, Allen Iverson esque <laughs> on that three. I'm saying, well, yeah. not, not in general. Okay. Uh, he, he passes the ball a little bit more than, than Iverson. Right. <laughs> um, and by that, you mean like twice a game, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dude, that was a fucking great game. Butler Villanova. I'll be at Butler by the way. Once again, reminder, any fans of the college experience or the sports gambling podcast, Monday, I'll be in Cleveland. Come on out. If you're in Cleveland, Tuesday, I'll be in Dayton. Come on out. If you're in Dayton, I'm this, going to, is this coming. Yeah. Oh, shit. Rhode Island at Dayton. Going to that one. Rhode Island's red hot right now. Wednesday. I'll be at Xavier at Butler in Indianapolis. So come on out there. Xavier's red hot right now. This should be 
a fucking awesome week. Red hot trip. If you're in those areas, come on out, hit me up on uh Twitter or whatever at the Colby D and uh, we'll see what we could do. Meet up by a beer. How about that big East though? We had Georgetown lose tonight. Uh, uh, Providence has got to be the best 13 and 10 team in the country. Yeah. I mean, so currently what Seton hall is on top, but how far is Nova back games wise? Oh, uh, Nova um, is 17 and five tied overall in the conference, but two games back or uh, overall, but seven and three back. in conference and, and Seton Hall's nine and one, right? Yeah. Wow. Seton Hall to Paul sitting down there. Worst. They were 13 and one coming into coming into conference play, right? Were they? I think so. And now they're 13 and 10. Yeah. They're on a nine game losing streak. No, I think they won one in there. Holy shit. Let's look at pull, the, pull up that schedule, man. They, I, and I keep picking them and yeah, they keep you're fading. Right. Keep like, They've I thought they lost, would beat Xavier uh, nine of their last 10. After and a lot of those are heartbreaking games. They came in 12 and one and then they've gone one and nine since. Holy fuck. That's and what's crazy is they still could win like the Big East tournament. Let them let them get the right seat, like get hot at the right time. Yeah. That's a talented team. Yeah. That's a deep ass conference, man. Yeah. Um, what other games happened in the past couple of days? Uh, Ohio State beats Michigan. Ugh. <sighs> there was a lock that didn't come through for me. You gotta wonder. I thought that- Ohio State's tailspin was complete, but Michigan manages to shit the bed. <laughs> Both these teams were in the top five earlier this year. Yeah. And now you got to wonder if these teams are going to make the tournament. Yeah. I mean, right now I think they're both in, but if they keep on this trajectory, even though Ohio state grabbed a nice win on the road, uh, you got to wonder if they're going to be in. Yeah. Ohio state. Gosh, 15 and seven, Michigan, 13 and nine, Michigan, 13 and nine. Who they got on deck to Michigan state, I think. Right. Yeah, let's see. Here. I think they yeah, play. They, they host Michigan State, who Michigan State just lost to Penn State, and I watched that game, and that was not a fluke. Penn State was the better team. This Michigan State team, I'm really starting to have doubts about too. Yeah, really starting to have doubts about. Where was that game played? That was in Lansing. In Lansing, yeah. And and, and the game before that, they lost at Wisconsin. Wisconsin was was without. They had a player transfer. They had a player sit out. I mean, this is a depleted Wisconsin team that also lost to Minnesota by like 30 tonight. This uh. They're having a roller coaster season, Michigan State. Who does Michigan have on deck, though? Michigan has. They, you're right. They do host uh, Michigan State on I, Saturday. See, I still think Michigan State's the better team right now. You would think so. Yeah, they so, won the uh, first one, right? Yeah, and by then, double digits. Yeah, they smacked yeah. them. So maybe Michigan will have a little revenge at home. Maybe they need it. They need it right now. We did see. Uh, if they be thirteen and ten, yeah. And then who else they got after that? At Northwestern, that's a nice, uh, nice break for them. Still a road game. Yeah. Hosting Indiana, uh, they should get that. You would think it's close. Yeah, um, going to Rutgers, they're going to lose that. Going to Purdue, they're probably going to lose that. <laughs> well, it depends on which Purdue team shows up. This team needs to find themselves quick, because they are the fucking Titanic right now. Yeah, they. Uh, it's 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 iffy. It's very iffy whether they're going to have enough to get in. Uh, also what Colorado state took care of Fresno state, Colorado state's red hot in the mountain West. I already know San Diego state won in Fort Collins, but this team is red hot and they, they, they're led by freshmen. They just had that great buzzer beater the other day too. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. Against Nevada. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, they like, uh, if I think San Diego state still gets them in San Diego in late February. Yeah. But you got to wonder 
does uh the, does perhaps the Rams have what it takes if they match up against San Diego State in the conference tournament? Could they then be able? Because I you want and you also want if you're a San Diego State fan, I've mentioned this on a bunch of our podcasts, but you want them to lose at some point because you I don't think you want them to. I mean, I know you're going to break a record or you know tie a record, but I I would just think you'd want to lose a game before the NCAA tournament. Well, how many uh, tourney teams do you think are coming out of them? They're saying West? right now one, maybe two. Wow. So mainly because San Diego state's that good. Uh, I think Utah state's a, a tournament caliber team. Yeah. I think Colorado state is coming out of nowhere right now, but I would, I still think Utah state's the second best team in that conference right now, but Colorado state's so young. They're fearless. Uh, they're going to be a tough team to beat throughout, throughout the, the rest of it. I mean, look, I mean, Boise's actually having a good year. Yeah. But you're thinking maybe one, two at most coming out of well, that. Well, here's what's crazy is they're, they're, they, I've heard people say the mountain West is way up despite them not having a true two number, number two ranked team. Yeah. Even though Utah state at one point, I think was they beat Florida this year. Um, it's just, I think they're kind of beating each other up. Yeah. And and I think with the, with the diversity going on throughout college basketball elsewhere, it's going to make it hard. Yeah. Cause their strength of schedule is not going to be like, a team like Providence is going to be sitting there. You're going to be like, well, they're Providence or Colorado state. Yeah. A team from a conference like the mountain West needs to, you know, be well above 20 wins to. Yeah. Well, Colorado get, state. I mean, they're 17 and eight. I mean, with the exception of the, the Colorado state or the uh, San Diego state game, they, this team could potentially win out. I mean, I know they're, they're very young, so they could lose any of these games. They also, they host Utah state next. That's a huge game. Yeah. But if they were to win after that, I think it's pretty much clear sale at UNLV could be a trap. But after that, San Jose state air force, Wyoming, like those are wins. Yeah. So there's a chance. There is a chance. They're going to be on the bubble. But the the thing is, is they're led by a bunch of freshmen though. So they're the team to watch for next year too. Colorado state, the Rams. Um, so those were, those were kind of the, the standout games. Uh, the past couple of days. No, you had, I know you got shit face on last episode. I did, man. My problem was, is, you know, I did a classic rookie mistake. Mm. Didn't eat too much yes. that, that day. And you kept feeding me shots like the, like the, like the douchebag you are. <laughs> well, my point is you're fucking nursing right now. So let me push you again yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I got Dude, a little Victoria, Victoria. That is quality, classy shit right there. Hmm. Pick Dundee drinking some some Victoria. Is that a uh, an Australian drink there or no? No, it's Mexican. But pick. Let me tell you something about Pick Dundee. What's up? He loves the Latin women. <laughs> We're all familiar with Pick Dundee's Pick Dundee. affinity toward Latinas. Pick Dundee doesn't care where he's at. Hot is hot. That's true. Took my dog to the park today. Yeah, state park or, or some shit like that. Walking my dog through a through a little forest. Yeah. There was a lot of, but you know, the thing about LA that's crazy hmm. is it's like at noon. Uh, like I went to Trader Joe's the other day. It was fucking packed at like noon. Yeah. It's like 30 people in line. And then you go to the, the, you go to walk your dog and there's like a million people walking their dog. And it's like, there's too many people. Here. Don't you guys fucking work now? Cause right. they're out of work actors and actresses and models and stuff like that. Right. Perks of LA is pick right. Dundee can go out there and try to get laid right. at any day by yeah. walking. Some his dog. sugar daddy in Malibu yeah. is paying for like 20 <laughs> of these chicks to walk their dogs. So pick Dundee was talking to some girls while he's walking the dog. Yes. Only problem is uh muddy waters here. My dog major mud. Yeah. Kind of, kind of didn't like what <laughs> their dog. 
Yeah, he's a he's a cock blocker in a certain way. <laughs> he's too aggressive. You yeah, were too he was aggro. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's a handsome fella, but he's got to calm down a little bit. Um, yeah, what were we? Uh, what were we getting at there? Uh, how about Georgia blowing a gigantic what, like a seventeen point lead tonight at halftime against mm. Florida? They still got the cover. Florida went on a thirty-seven to seven run in Ge- ten minutes. That's pathetic. Ouch. When you're up 17 and you Georgia was like hot, like a hot team coming into the game yeah. too. You're thinking, man, they get this win. Maybe they can get some momentum. Maybe even make a run for it. Look, I'm sorry. I'll do credit to Anthony Edwards being projected as the number one pick in the draft, but I, you need it, to take over and make a shot or two. Yeah. There. Show me that yeah. you can win games for your team. <laughs> uh, he's really good though. What other big games were today? Obviously Purdue destroyed Iowa. Just destroyed him, man, by like 40 points. Um, Loyola lost in the Missouri Valley to Indiana State. That's an interesting loss because they didn't just lose. They got their ass whooped by Indiana State. And all of a sudden, Northern Iowa is just pulling away in this Missouri Valley that's normally very neck neck and neck. Um, What other games? Uh, Obviously, I touched. I think I touched on all the big games today. There you go. Georgetown's fading. NC State beats Miami. Minnesota takes care of Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't, I don't find many of these other games. Interesting. Well, it's only been two days since our last pod. So yeah, you know, there's only so much, but we do have a lot on deck. We do uh, starting tomorrow. Well, by the time you're listening to this, did my light just flicker? It did. What's going on? It's the ghost of uh Latina's past <laughs> uh, tomorrow. Big day for your, your Dukes at Drexel, huh? Oh you yeah. Got, you got a good feeling about that game? Buddy, I'm on the fade the Dukes plan <laughs> all year. I mean, generally speaking, I do that for football too. Even I mean, even if I'm feeling real cocky about No, you picked them football. to beat North Dakota State. I did, but you know, there's a time and a place to to not fade. Sometimes you gotta throw confidence in the air, you know? Big dick energy as we call it, of course. <laughs> um, but throughout the season, jinxing tempting the football gods is never a smart move. Um, but with basketball, it's just because I think they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Hood's not walking through that door. That's right. right. Okay, tomorrow, uh, UConn at Tulsa. Can Tulsa continue this crazy run? It's at Tulsa. You gotta think you can or Tulsa's probably gonna grab this win. There's something magical about this Tulsa team. Did you see their game winner against I, Wichita? I did not. Oh my god, man. You gotta watch this thing. It's like a half court pass, almost Leitner esque. Yeah. And uh dude catches it. He shoots a three, like fading, like kind of falling on, on to the, to the side, like fade yeah, away. Yeah. Buries it. They win at the buzzer against Wichita and they're in first man. And they're, they're in first by a, by a good amount. I think right now, the golden, golden hurricane, huge game though, for Wichita to get back Cincinnati. Who's kind of red hot Cincinnati at Wichita tomorrow, or by the time you're listening to this, you're going to want to tune into that. That's a, that's like a playoff game. Almost. There you go. Both teams, uh, especially for Cincinnati there. They need wins right Let's now. Let's go Bearcats. Let's go. Uh, Murray state at Belmont. I mean, we got some questions on, on, on that coming up. So I'm just going to just say that's a big game to watch. Um, Cal at Colorado. Cal's playing better ball lately, better ball lately. They beat Stanford. They beat Washington. Kind of growing up uh, That's right. in front of our face in the conference USA. You got Louisiana tech and Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers <laughs> Hilltoppers though, coming off two losses in a row at Florida Atlantic at Florida international. 
This is where the Danton base starts to. Hey, buddy, the Hilltoppers have been a, they've been a good mid major for like twenty years. Yeah. Now Louisiana Tech though is, is probably the team. That, I don't I know. I think it's the Louisiana. I, I understand Western Kentucky. Okay. I don't understand commenting on Louisiana Tech. But. Okay, well, Skip Holtz won ten games. Okay. In college football. Louisiana Tech has Carl Malone in their history. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And I know Carl Malone gave David Robinson one of the best elbows of all time. This son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, USC at Arizona. That's a big one in the Pac-12. Oh yeah. Two big ones actually. Stanford at Utah is big because Stanford needs to keep up. Uh, you know Utah. Kind of played there. They were looking like a team that might make the tournament earlier. They're kind of faded now, but in Salt Lake City, they beat uh, Washington last time when I caught it when I was on that gentleman's podcast. Um, big one, and if you follow Big Sky basketball, which Patty C doesn't, Eastern <laughs> Washington at Montana, the top two teams in the Big Sky going head to head. I, you know, I went to this game for football. Yeah, I went to East Eastern Washington at at Montana a few years back. That seems like a far more relevant game. Then this one would. Well, you're just shitting on the big sky. I am shitting on the big sky. What are you gonna do when Virginia this year draws? <laughs> draws. I mean, if we could lose to to Montana or Eastern Washington, Maryland, Baltimore County, we could easily <laughs> lose to Eastern Washington. Uh, Pacific at San Francisco. It's a big one. UCLA, Arizona State. Um, those are kind of the the cream of the crop. Yeah, BYU. I mean, uh, Portland, Portland. Those are all. Uh, Tomorrow's or today's games for yeah today's games listeners. for them, and then Friday we head into Friday. Friday's got big games at the MAC, Kent State at Northern Illinois, and and Central Michigan at Buffalo. Back uh, the MAC is up this year, but there's a carnage once again. It's kind of like the for the for the MAC, they're kind of like the Big East this year. Yeah, where a lot of teams are good, and they're beating each other up. Mm-hmm. One day Kent State's in first place. The next day Bowling Green's in first place. The next day. Uh, Toledo's in first place. The next day, Northern Illinois is in first place. Next day, Buffalo's in first place. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And I haven't even mentioned Ball State, Miami, Ohio, Eastern Michigan. You know, these are all good teams. Yeah. Hard to keep up with. Um, Maryland at Illinois. I'm looking at the Mid American. Oh, yeah. Look at, let's talk Mac. Let's talk Mac basketball. Right I'm now. looking at their records. Uh, top to bottom from a, uh, an overall win percentage. You're right. Very little separation from first. Well, to and last. like these teams had good, decent records before they started playing conference play. Yeah, and so they, yeah, they beat each other up. I mean, they, they, there's no one undefeated within conference. As a matter of fact, uh, there's no one with less than two losses in conference. So, um, and look, I thought the past couple of years the MAC has been pretty horrible. Yeah, basketball wise, this year they're good. An improved product. Well, here's the thing: the past couple of years, Buffalo has just dominated the MAC, yeah. and and Buffalo also went to the NCAA tournament and won games in the NCAA tournament. They beat Arizona. They beat yeah. Arizona State. Arizona should be thrilled if Buffalo doesn't make the tournament. The state of Arizona, <laughs> uh, but they still might. They still might be the team that comes out of this this conference. But yeah, the, these games are great, man. I, I, all these games I'm watching, they feel like they go down to the final shot or two. Yeah, and I, it's like the Big East. I don't know who the fuck is enjoying win this. some action. I love Maction, baby. <laughs> All right. Wally Zerbiak style. Oh yeah. All right. Classic Gary Trent style. Um, but Harvard, Yale got to love that one on Friday. Yes. As far as classics go. And also that would also yeah, qualify the, top of the Ivy league. There you go. And Mar- the big one really is Maryland at Illinois. Those are, if Illinois can win this game, they're going to get some separation from Maryland and at a top of the, uh, 
Big, Big Ten. Ten. Yeah. That's a Maryland's huge game. sitting there at number nine in the AP right now. Do you believe they're the ninth best team? No, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I might think they're the top five most talented team in the, in the, in the country. In a one game situation, I think they may be number nine, but if I had to project them to go through a season and their likelihood to win the whole tournament, I would not put them as the ninth most likely team. I so would right now that would be, they're a three seed and they would get a 14. They would handle that. I don't know. It depends who the 14 is this season. You're right. It depends who the 14 is. They get Stephen F. Austin. You're telling me for sure right now. I don't think anyone can say they're safe from Stephen F. F. Austin. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. After what they did to Duke, but, um, but Friday and then obviously Saturday and Sunday, the big games in college basketball, uh, DePaul at Georgetown, Patty C DePaul fade DePaul, but someone's got to win this game. Both give me, teams. Give me DePaul. Okay. Give me DePaul. <laughs> You're fading Georgetown. The fucking Georgetown's let me down. I want Pat Ewing to make the tournament. Times. Can they yeah. please make the tournament? I know, right? Have but, they gotten worse with him since? Uh, I feel was like it Thompson the, that he replaced. Yeah, Thompson. I, it was like this. I feel like they're the same level. Yeah. The same level right now. I mean, they had some decent. No, early on Thompson. He took him to the Final Four with Roy Hibbert. Yeah, but I mean, like even late, they would get high bids in the regular season and just fade. Oh yeah, Florida Gulf Coast beat him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you got to think, uh, he's having a, a he, little struggle here. Well, his whole team quit on him this year. At that's one point. True. <laughs> that makes that's, things that's harder. Not a good look when you're at Georgetown and your best player is a white point guard. <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. Uh, that is very true. Uh, Michigan state at Michigan. Obviously uh, you, you take you t- right now. You're going to, you take Michigan state. We don't have spreads, but yeah. Yeah. Straight up for sure. Uh, Kansas at TCU. That game's looking less and less attractive. Jamie Dixon and, K- and TCU. Will they ever get over the hump? They got destroyed by Oklahoma State tonight. Uh, BC. How, how about this? I didn't. I didn't highlight this one. But BC at Virginia Tech. Is there a team that needs a win more right now than Virginia Tech? <sighs> Talk about fading down the stretch right now. Yeah, and it's not every game, but this is a must win. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a must win for the Hokies. Yeah, they're showing up less and less. They no, they, but they're they are. They were a, a team that was in or, or just on the outside of the bubble like a week ago. Yeah. And they've lost four straight games. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, struggling. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're, they are really struggling. So, uh, also on Saturday, actually, before I get to the rest of Saturday's games, let me do a little ad read for you guys. All right. Let me tell you guys at the college experience is brought to you by my You know, the Super Bowl may be over. But every game is the big game over at mybucky.ag. And my bookie's got it all from NBA to college basketball to Premier League to, dare I say, XFL, which we will be previewing on the end of this episode. Yes, 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 in the face. But my bookie's got f- the fastest payouts in the biz, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer support team. You can even uh, pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites you like this weekend. Say you do like North Carolina to, to cover an upset Duke. Hmm. Say you like the Wahoos to take down Louisville and say, you say, Hey, I like, I like XFL. I like football. I don't want the season to end. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Dallas renegades to win this weekend. Well, check this out. You can take all of those together and parlay those wagers and let, and let you bet. And my bookie lets you bet multiple games together. And if they all come through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. 
And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit 2000 Patty C, you get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get extra cash from my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Boom. That's that's a fucking ad read right there. That is. Feels good to pronounce the words correctly. Not being 30 shots deep on Evan Williams. <laughs> and uh, your father's son. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but also, before you came over, I had like four greyhounds last time. Buddy. I'm a machine. How's that liver doing? <laughs> I am the machine. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Uh, Saturday's games, buddy. Look, between, dude, on Saturday, is it not the best day? We're going to watch all these great rivalry college basketball games, but at the same time, we have XFL football. Oh, man. I'm, I'm loving it. Beautiful. I'm loving it. Um, Our hometown, DC f- Defenders. First game in XFL history. Or That's right. Re- part two, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, SMU at temple this weekend. Temple's really a talk about a team that, that the iceberg hit. Um, <laughs> but SMU is still alive to, to make this tournament. So they're, they're in the mix. It's a big game for them to win on the road in Philly, Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee. Is this a rivalry? Mm, Kentucky is beatable this year. They so. are, but I feel like they're getting better as the season goes along, but I don't know. They lost at Auburn. Well, they both have like the checkered end zones, you know, the little border states. Yeah. I want to say uh, they had traditionally been seasoning in. There's this definitely a rivalry. Kentucky's got better, better whiskey. Mm. Get that Jack Daniels shit out of here. Get that Tennessee sour mash. Get that, get that bullshit out of here. What is it? The honey. Uh... Give me the bourbon trail. I agree with you. I'm taking, I'm taking. Give me Kentucky. Evan Williams. There, there you go. It's good for, for, for cheap. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, Purdue at Indiana battle of Indiana, Patty C. Mm, okay. Who are you taking? I'm going to go Purdue because I've been fading them. And every single time <laughs> they, I mean, they write, they, when they get hot, there are a few. Painter. Yeah. Painter. The coach He just, he coaches them up, man. Matt painter every now and then supposedly, I mean, they have letdowns to what's their, what's their record right now. I don't think they're in the tournament right now, but uh, tonight's win against Iowa, where they won by like a thousand points, might help their uh, their chances to make the tournament. Thirteen and ten overall, with uh, dude, when they win, <laughs> they, they destroyed win Michigan State. They dude. destroyed Iowa. They beat Green Bay by twenty two. Well, Green Bay. Well, yeah, I think but, I think our basketball team could have beat. That Green is Bay. true. They beat Chicago again. Anyone could beat Chicago, but they beat them by forty four. They beat. <laughs> they do win big. Jacksonville State by uh, thirty-three. Um, UVA by twenty-nine. Northwestern by fourteen. Ohio by eighteen. I mean, go down the Ohio's list. Ohio's a good team too. They beat Central Michigan by thirty-five. And Central Michigan's good. Yeah. Yeah. They beat Michigan State by twenty-nine. <laughs> and they beat Wisconsin by nineteen. When they win, they just beat Iowa by what? Like 40. It was like, it was, I stopped watching. They beat my 36. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? And then they have, they have terrible losses too. They what? got fucking whipped like by Illinois. Illinois uh, the top. That's not a terrible loss. They got whipped by Illinois twice. Yeah. <laughs> but they're the, right now they're the top team in the big 10. Still, it's just a Jekyll and Hyde yeah. act with Purdue. Yeah. So that said, I think they're, uh, they've turned it around. Give me the Boilermakers, even though it is in Bloomington. 
Yeah. Fading the, the, the home big 10 thing, huh? I think that that ship has sailed a little bit. <laughs> Not when Iowa went into West Lafayette today. That's true. Uh, St. Louis at Dayton. St. Louis, by the way, I locked them up today and they fucking caved and decaying St. Louis. Just when St. Louis was going to make an at large bid, I saw Ken Palm had him in. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> They've dropped two of three. They are pretenders. The Billikens. <laughs> uh, West Virginia at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's playing better ball lately. They almost, I watched that Texas Tech game. They almost beat Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech grabbed the win still. Close game back and forth until the final three minutes. Texas Tech's pulled away a little pulled bit. Pulled away. Yeah. But uh, West Virginia playing as good as basketball as anyone in the country. Yeah. Give me, give me the uh, Mountaineers. In, sure. in Norman, huh? Yep. Seton Hall, Villanova. This is the one because Seton this Hall, Villanova needs weekend. this. Would you say? nine and one. Best game of the weekend? Might be. That might be the best game. LSU Auburn is going to be fun. But especially LSU now that they're coming off a loss. Minnesota at Penn State. Should be fun. Obviously, Duke Carolina, which we're getting to. Yeah, Virginia at Louisville. What are your chances of scoring sixty points this game? None. <laughs> None. Is that a guarantee you're making that? I, that is a lock. I will bet a hundred fifty dollars <laughs> right now to anyone who wants it. The UVA is not scoring sixty, 60 points. points at Louisville, huh? That's I think right. I, I'll I'll concur with that. Yeah. Um. Any chance you win that game? Um, I'm going to say no, there's a small chance because UVA can, I mean, no one expected, uh, they the, beat the number five team in the country. Florida State, exactly. Florida state won at just Louisville. a week ago. Yeah, and now so. Louisville is number five. So it's possible. Uh, Texas tech at Texas can Shaka pull the Shaka. Hello. Um, I don't think so. I'm not buying in. I yeah. I've been burned by Texas a lot this year. Yeah. I want to say, uh, look, I know our records are crazy. We have like 200 locks we've played this year. Yeah. I want to say a hundred of my locks are Texas <laughs> <laughs> that have lost. Yeah. Um, what other ones? Uh, another big one in the Mac Toledo Bowling Green. Um, Alabama, Georgia. That's not as big now that Georgia lost and Bama blew. Bama Bama blew a huge lead against Tennessee the other night. Another one. I locked up, man. I've been, I've had some tough locks over the past like week, two weeks. I feel like every time you, uh, we talk, you say this. No, but that was the past two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. I, it's not just the way, look, I don't mind losing a game. Yeah. I mind losing a game where you're up like 18, like St. John's was right. on Georgetown the whole game. You've and been, Georgetown uh, goes on like a fucking, yeah, I locked that up and I locked up Alabama against Tennessee and Tennessee Alabama's up 17 with like 10 minutes left and they lose the game hmm. in Tuscaloosa. You bastards. Uh, Austin pay at Belmont. You've Austin been at Belmont. Yeah, I am heartbroken. All right. I'm going to call. I'm a, I need to call that Colombian. <laughs> um, Stanford at Colorado. Huge. Huge. Fun. Yeah. Any chance, by the way, uh, Carolina goes in and gets that or hosts uh, Duke and gets Let that me tell team. you. Yes. Yeah. Because Carolina's playing better ball and they're playing, they're playing much better ball in this game. You always throw the record books. That's out. right. You do. And Duke is, uh, I'm going to say it. My opinion, Duke's overrated. I've always said they're the Notre Dame of, of basketball in the rankings. Yeah. They got very fortunate to win that Boston college game. Well, I shouldn't say fortunate. They, they made the right, the, the plays down the stretch, but I, I think they airballed like a three there. Uh, it was like a three point game that one of their uh, players grabs, grabs the rebound, falling out of bounds, just throws it back. 
and that, that that happens to go perfectly to the point guard, like at half court, right before going back court. Yeah. And they set up, and 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 then that player comes back in bounds, and they they get they kick it to him, and he scores, and it was just like man inches. I mean, the shot clock was at like one. Yeah. And it's that close. That was a pretty lucky pass, but um, they got it done in Boston. I know NC Nick's not going to like me talking shit about Duke, but I think North Carolina is very capable of winning this game. St. John's at Creighton, another good one in the big, uh, the big East, the top two teams going at it here. Vermont at Hartford. Let me tell you, Vermont's going to make the tournament. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to beat Hartford here too. Cream of the crop. Providence at Xavier. Who do you got in that? Both teams that man, that this is a slug fest. Both teams. Great defensively. Give me Xavier. Yeah. Providence with the big win tonight against Creighton. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Xavier is just a tougher team. I know Providence has been getting beaten up. Yeah. You know, obviously just like everyone else in the biggies, but I think that, I think this is like, these two teams are mirror images of each other to me. Yeah. It's like grind it out. Great defensive teams. And, and not a lot of finesse. Yeah. Maybe it's just that uh, Providence took their losses earlier. You yeah, know? Providence struggled really early out the gate this year. Yeah, and so maybe I'm 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 having a hard time respecting them as a top team, but they have gotten better and they've been uh, in in some dog fights, climbing their way up the Big East uh, standings. In fact, I expect this team to be in the tournament. They're not in the tournament right now, yeah. but I think they're too good to not be in the tournament. Well, like you say. <laughs> You want the entire Big East in the tournament. So I do want the entire one. Well, I don't know. I'm starting to think DePaul and Georgetown. Well, Georgetown. I'm going to say eight doesn't out, belong. Georgetown. Eight out of the 10 right now. Okay. DePaul needs to win some games for me to think, Hey, that's true. That's true. San Diego state at air force. Any chance the, uh, the Falcons San Diego state is rolling baby. Our gals, Bill Parcells used to coach at air force football, <laughs> not, but he was a basketball coach. A lot of people don't know this. Uh, Bill Parcells was a college basketball coach with Bobby Knight at army. And he coached a certain player named, uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah. Coach K essentially is what I'm saying here. I feel like what happened there was coach K came in like the whiny little pussy that he looks like. (laughs) And just by being under Bobby Knight and Bill Parcells, it turned him into a kind of a hard ass. And That's a great trivia question. And I believe that you, you might have some truth there. Although, you know, coach K got I liked him yelling at the crowd, even though he was wrong. Yeah. I like it. I like it was it. a senior moment, but yeah. you know, he tried. I like coach K the, 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 the spirit. He had the, the right, the right motivation. I like coach K. Cause that, that 30 for 30 where he, he, he stares into the camera all awkwardly <laughs> all creepy. Was he make some? Remember like, that me and you were watching. Nice he was like, <laughs> me and you were watching it. Yeah, I don't I remember. remember what the fuck it was. It might have been. The, you gotta the, find that and put that. Yeah, on the t- I need to find Twitter. that. Um, what else we got? Murray State, Tennessee State's a big one. San Francisco at BYU, Patty C. West Coast Conference. Who you taking in that? You gotta take BYU at home, right? Crowd gets think. lit. You would think. But the Dons almost beat Gonzaga. Almost beat Gonzaga. USC, Arizona State. No. Arizona Gonzaga at St. Mary's. There we go. We finally get to this game. They normally split this game and they normally St. Mary's normally wins in San Francisco. I feel I shouldn't say normally. I feel like Gonzaga wins this more often than not. This but was the one year you had circled split. on the calendar long yeah. ago. Yeah. This is the one you got to circle. 
I don't know. I think you're right because the Zags haven't been as dominant. Yeah. Uh, and they go on the road. Yeah. Uh, what about the Battle of Oregon? Ducks all day. Quack, baby. Your boy. Your boy. Okay. <laughs> um, Suck my dick. Yeah. Those are Saturday's games. I'll briefly touch on Sunday when I get through all these fucking games here. Um, Sunday, Sunday's all right. Butler at Marquette, Patty C. I mean, it's the same as every other Big East game you watch. It's just, <laughs> just make a pick and cross your fingers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, Cincinnati at UConn's a big one. Ohio State at Wisconsin. Tulsa finally hits the road, goes to UCF. I feel like they could lose that game. They're just due. You can't win this many games in a row. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. You have identified them as college basketball's Darling Cinderella. Right yeah. Uh, Wichita at Houston. It's a big one. That is a big one. Notre Dame at Clemson, Washington at Washington State. You got the Apple Cup of college basketball. Even Northwestern at Rutgers. Hey, these are the games to check out this weekend. I don't know what the fuck we're talking here. <laughs> You're talking Northwestern. You go Crocodile Dundee 1 or Crocodile Dundee 2. I think you got to go one. We, we talked about this. The best, what's the, the best number two is Terminator two. Yeah. Ah, gosh. Now this is a, uh, quite the rabbit hole. I can pull up a Google on best sequels of all time. Well, and, I'm going to disagree with it, but sure. Pull it up. All right. Terminator two is by far the, I, we've talked about this. I feel like we've touched this, this territory before. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Terminator two is the best of that series. And it's been, uh, I think Terminator one also like eight or nine of them now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're uh, approaching fast and the furious levels, right? Police Academy levels. <laughs> they're saying the dark Knight, Spider-Man two aliens. But the dark Knight doesn't count to me. Toy story two. No, no, no. T two. Of course they nailed Godfather A- part two. Aliens was good. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> Godfather three was not the same as one and two. Fair enough. Uh, the empire strikes back. Ooh, highest rated on rotten tomatoes of all of the star Wars. If I'm not mistaken, what about weekend at Bernie's too? <laughs> He's in Jamaica. Underrated <laughs> on lethal weapon too. No one's better than two. I don't fucking know. Look, what about comedies? <laughs> Has there ever been a second comedy? Like, do you think American pie two is better than one? I will say American pie two did a fucking amazing job of stacking up. Yeah. What about Austin Powers too? They were all kind of. Similar. I like the third one the best. Well, what were the, what was it? Austin Powers International Man of Mystery with Liz, Liz Hurley's hot ass. Yeah. And, and there was uh, Heather Graham, the spy that shagged me. Was that the second one? Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. And then Goldmember was the third. Goldmember's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people disagree with me on this. Goldmember's great. Yeah. A lot of people disagree. Fat with me. bastard is uh, yeah. high quality entertainment. Um. Uh, so com- what other, what other comedies made sequels? Oh, uh, bad okay. Santa. No. Number two is weak. No, I got to look at this. Uh, 22 jump street. Um, yeah. Wayne's world two. I like Wayne's world two, but one's still better. Yeah. Uh, the national lampoons. Ooh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> there, but that's a three. That's a three. That's a three. Number two is European. Yeah. They're saying Bill and Ted's bogus journey. I haven't seen those in a while. I know, I know. I know they're, I know they're making another one right now. Uh, let's see. Blues brothers did that fucking horrible remake. I actually enjoyed that one a little bit. The second one, the one with, uh, 
Yeah, the John like, Goodman. That was fucking Wait, trash. John Goodman was in it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Blues Brothers 2000 you're yeah, talking about? Yeah. And they did a sequel after that? No, 2000. John Goodman wasn't in that. Really? No. You was, sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm positive. It I saw this in the theater. I thought it was he trash. He wasn't one of the main guys. They're like in New Orleans and like voodoo and shit's going on. It's just terrible. <laughs> I think they're down in like Texas or some shit. But yeah. It's New Orleans, I think. Is it? Okay. I, I don't know. Because anyway. blues, blues music, man. It's the Blues Brothers. It's all. Memphis, maybe up. something like that. It's all that. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting distinction. And and I think that that one was touched on in a uh, season one of um, true detective, like the Bayou in new Orleans has like a, has a weird kind of vibe to it. Like a scary, but like a, a mysterious party vibe. Whereas like uh South Texas with like the fucking like biker gangs and shit, that just seems like fucking uh, treacherous, you know, yeah. like a crazy ass party where everyone was dragged out of their minds, but you're not, you're going to get killed there. You're not necessarily going to, you know, disappear. Uh, I'll choose the Louisiana from route, magic. Yeah. I wanted to go to South Texas. Coach. O is from the <laughs> New Orleans would be fun anywhere yeah. else though. in Louisiana seems real scary to me. I agree. Both of them scary to me. Yeah. The original Texas chainsaw massacre is a classic. Lots of like open, land there with yeah. crazy people I like and it. nowhere to run. I like it, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's, uh, that's all we got for movies, right? It's time to, to dive into something else, right? Yeah. But before I dive in, I want to tell you besides Patty C being a moron, which we all know he is. <laughs> I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. Ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how, well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com back slash SGP buddy. Yeah. You're doing good over here. Look at ace per head, ace per head. I need oh, to yeah. get some head. That's what I need to do from, 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 I need to call the Colombian. That's right. You need to stop pounding your, stop putt, what I'm doing, pounding your pud while you watch uh buzzer beaters and get you some real play. No, no, no. I need to, you know, yeah, I, 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 but here, check us out. Is there anything she comes sexier? to America? She meets this, this, co- this comedian and myself. Yeah. And then I, I show her a lot of classic. I watched, told you I watched the money pit with her. Yeah. I watched I, I, my cousin Vinny. I went through yeah. a lot. I mean, I know it's not, that's nineties, but it's still eighties to me. Cause that's 91 and 92. Yeah. So you're breaking her in pretty early on the classics. That's why she asked you to marry her. <laughs> you need to calm down. She's like I really loved uncle buck. I need to marry this fucking guy. <laughs> You need to play her some. He's tell, she's telling her family back home on Skype. Right. She's like, I watch a movie. Or I know I'm sounding like an Asian or something. What I'm saying. She's like, uh, you know, I watch a movie called Fletch, and it was fantastic. What are you trying to imitate a, a Colombian? I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just saying she. This is just going to come out racist. She's there's, telling. There's, there's no she's good telling her this. family that she watched this movie called Fletch, and she's describing it to her to her Colombian family, and they're probably like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Some guy. Who dressed in Lakers gear as a reporter goes undercover, you know, and finds this big, uh, and said, folks, you have to see it. 
She's she's sending copies. Kareem and Old Jabbar's randomly in it. <laughs> Kareem and Old Jabbar. Criminal. <laughs> Buddy. Fletch is a great one. I don't think I had been uh, introduced to that one except through you. Mm. Colby is a man of the eighties classics. <laughs> Look, man, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know, man. You gotta know that that's too good of a film, man. That's right. Lots of, I, at one point they were talking references. about remaking that film with Dane cook and I'm not trying to bury Dane cook, but I'm saying, fuck, leave that one alone, please. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Or my mom will shoot. Is that? That's a that's a that's a Sylvester Stallone movie in the eighties. Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah. Oh, there's dropping knowledge. Very meta. That was very <laughs> meta of you right there. Uh, what the hell are we talking? About? I got a spreadsheet here. I got I got a game plan. All right. Um, we already did that. We did that. Talk top twenty five. Yada yada yada. Oh, we got Twitter questions. All right, and I'm gonna ask you this, Patty C. Yeah. This is from at the underscore Dick puncher. <laughs> Great man. <laughs> Great man. Great handle. Yes. How many times have you said the word taint in the past decade? A lot. Yeah. Taint enough uh, time in the day to count the number of times. Hello. Well, I'm known to, to uh, me and Patty, especially when we're hanging out being idiots, which is all the time. Yeah. Uh, we like to, uh, rap horrible raps. Tank comes into play. Every That's now what and I'm then. saying. I've probably said this thing just through, just through horrible rap lines. Well, let me tell you this though. Uh, the preferred nomenclature for Patty C is, for no man's land is the grundle. That's true. I grundle's a good word. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it more accurately <laughs> describes the. <laughs> Hairy, disgusting, sweaty, smelly nature of the taint uh, area. Yeah. Um, taint. It's a good word. <laughs> it's a good. It word. is a good word, man. I mean, look, but but I mean, I, I know for sure we've probably dropped bars on bar. I mean, we taint has it makes its way into the conversation <laughs> far more frequently than it really should. Uh, you know, I used to think a chode was also a third term. Or I guess fourth if you include Chode's a hilarious term too. Chode though it turns turns out to be is just a short fat dong. Right? Still still a fucking funny word though. Still a great word. So you could have a chode and a taint. Yeah. I mean we have dumb lyrics like that 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 we we come up with all the time. I I, I spit some of uh spit some of the fire that's <laughs> come up lately. This is just uh, I okay. I don't know. This is going to turn all of our fans off, right? Okay. I downloaded a porn with a bitch that looked like Dorothy Dandridge, but with man tits. I, <laughs> I hope I got enough bandwidth to finish myself off and eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumbass rhymes, yeah. right? Come, come see my dick in a one piece. <laughs> I'm all about eating your lunch meat, meaning your pussy while you're sending off cunt queefs. <laughs> Just retarded. Yeah. Just retarded. This is all Just off retarded. Good. Top of this is Dantabase's other uh, hidden talent. <laughs> he doesn't share with the world, but I don't know. You just rhyming dumb stuff. You know that's why I'm saying I know I said I've I know I've said taint like a thousand times probably. Well, you said cunt queefs. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it happens for some reason. Those rhymes always turn sexual. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how it's, the fuck. It's your 13 year old brain. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, next up on a loop. 
Next up is uh, from at XFL underscore Jim. He's got two questions for you, Patty C. Two questions for you, Garage Boys. He calls us hashtag Garage Boys. I can. Patty C lived in a garage, and I spent some time living in, yeah. in that garage too. Very accurate. Out. Yeah, many techno <laughs> games were played in that particular garage. Oh man, that's a fucking funny. But I feel like this is like a friend that we know who's who's un, who's using this username. Right. Y'all gonna post up on Stitcher anytime soon? Uh, I was under the impression we're already there. I'm gonna talk to the bosses. There it is. The powers that be, and see what the hell we got going on. Uh, number two, what college basketball, what college basketball conference is top right now? I mean, you got to say what big 10 or big East, right? Uh, certainly. I mean, obviously from a depth standpoint, uh, big East has my vote. Um, big 10 is still like loaded though. Big 10 has five currently in the top 25, <laughs> although none, just one in the top 10, Maryland barely sneaking in there, but that's because of the carnage. Though. That's your argument could be. Yeah. I mean, you could say the Big Twelve. I Baylor, be, Kansas, and Texas Tech. That and could West be, Virginia. Yeah, that, that could be a better four than any in 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 all of college basketball. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, ACC with three in the top ten and the defending national champion. Ah, uh-huh, throwing that in, but I think see, I think Florida State's counterfeit a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, like you're calling Duke out for being overrated, I'm calling Florida State out for being overrated. Yeah. Florida state is uh, right. It, I think everyone is just like they're over overrated based on their ranking, but there's, there's still a pleasant surprise as far as performance for everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it wasn't that what two years ago they were in the elite eight. Yeah. They're so, a good program. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to, I'm going to say I'll say big 12. I think you made the argument for me. There the top is. four teams are better than any other top four teams, right? Boom. Yeah. Maybe Big East though. Big East. Is what is you got deep. Seton Hall, Providence. I mean Seton, not Providence. Seton Hall, Villanova, Butler. You know who actually is in the conversation to me? SEC? SEC. Auburn, Kentucky, LSU. Florida. Mississippi State. I don't, I don't see ball. Florida and Mississippi State though aren't as good as like a West Virginia. Like Bama's getting better. Arkansas is playing decent ball. No, it's a good conference. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's be, it's better than the ACC this year. Boom. There it is. Anyone who ever claimed that we're sec haters. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. I only hate on, on the obvious. And when you schedule like pussies in college football, like Bama did, like Clemson did. Well, Clemson, it's not their fault because it's within their conference, but it is within their conference that they only schedule eight games. You cowards. Um, okay. He so said, you said big 12 was your vote. I'm going to go big 12. You're going to go big, big East. How about this, Patty C? Yeah. Stick it with XFL Jim here. What's your XFL drink of choice? He says Rolling Rock here. It's the same color as my nightlight, which happens to be a Rolling Rock sign. Rolling yeah. Rock, we had we drank our way out of Rolling Rock. We once at one point. Rock Green Light was the uh drink in college <laughs> because it was so fucking cheap. Yeah, you could get a 12 pack for seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> And we drank millions yeah. and, and millions like so much that it's like, you, it's almost like a Vietnam flashback. Like you <laughs> yeah. have it. You're like, Oh, and that's like, we never drank it again. Yeah. You, it was like, but it was good beer. No, it was, it was a good, like, I don't, I'm not shitting on rolling rock. Yeah. I'm just saying you can drink yourself out of something. Yeah. 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 
I look if I show up at I just don't see it anymore. Hey, if I show at uh, show up at XFL Jim's garage and he gives me a Rolling Rock, I'm not gonna I'm complain. I'm bitch. gonna drink that Rolling Rock. Yeah. Um, but what's your drink? What's your XFL drink of choice? <laughs> Whiskey and Coke. What's gonna get me fucking rip roaring whiskey? Yeah, you know, and not surprisingly not getting a fight. You want to get Patty C in a fight? Take him to the Patriots bar. That well, give me one Patriots fan within twenty five square miles, and I'll fight him. But um, no uh, vodka, anything clear. I guess uh, tequila. Even but with tequila, I I usually go gold over silver. I don't know why. I think it's I may be wrong. Called you being a sterl. I think I know. I think I may have gone silver over gold for a while there, but I think no. I definitely silver go silver and gold. I go silver over gold with tequila. I'm not a fucking redneck here, but um, I, that's the exception then. And maybe it's just vodka, but vodka gets me fucking. It, uh, you taste it. You taste the 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 pain. Really, I drink vodka all the time. I love it. Maybe I just drink shit. Yeah. That, that's what I, I actually, that's probably what it is. Yeah. I'm not a classy vodka guy and vodka. I don't care the fucking brand. Uh, uh, you drink good vodka. I used I to mean, think the like best that. like vodka I ever really drank is like Stoli or fucking uh gray goose or something. And that while distinctly better than the aristocrats of the world and most of the other mid grades, um, which I guess that stuff kind of counts as mid grade vodka. But it still tastes like rubbing alcohol. It still tastes like asshole. No, no, no. See, I can take like a bottle of Kettle One, drink it on the rocks with the with. Sometimes I don't even need the twist. You're an alcoholic. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so so whiskey Coke is your drink of choice. Not whiskey ginger. Whiskey ginger is better. You're right. Mm, there we go. Ginger helps your immune system. And I'm less <laughs> likely to get rowdy under whiskey ginger. <laughs> There you go. You know what? You want to give me, you want to make me really fucking happy. Yeah. Give me, um, what's that shit that I had for, <laughs> wedding? for what the, I, I had at a wedding. Um, white claw, mint julep. Oh, those are delicious. Give me a fucking mint julep. You want me to be the happiest man in the world? Those are delicious. Yeah, they are very delicious. Um, okay. Next question from at M W Hanson, 2020. He says, Ohio Valley conference thoughts. Can you load up the Ohio Valley? Because afterwards he says, Austin P Eastern Kentucky, Belmont and Murray state all playing well. I'm going to defer to Colby because you are just so much more in touch with the Ohio Valley conference. I'm right now. I mean, I it's tough. This is a a good mid major conference this year. Belmont is a team that I always feel comfortable uh, betting on betting the spread. Uh, Murray State, I fade far more often than I should, and I've paid for it. Um, Austin P to me is the team that's kind of the governors, kind of you know on my radar. I know Murray State what is in first. Um, I have not watched much Eastern Kentucky this year. I need to tune into them more. Austin P is the team that I've really have been. They they got me a lot of locks early in the year. I feel like yeah, so. I'm going to go ahead and say Austin P Murray state though. I mean, this is a good fucking conference. This should be a good conference tournament. So right now for my money, I'm going to take Austin P to win this thing, but I do Austin P and Murray state both sitting even Belmont though, 10 and 0 Belmont in conference keeps a good basketball program. So 
Eastern Kentucky is the team. Uh, if anything, I got to circle to watch more of as the season progresses. I Talk about good. a team that's done way better in conference than uh, overall eight and two in conference, 11 and 12 overall. I think I caught them a game or two earlier in the year, but I, uh, I, I haven't focused on them much lately. Got to dive into them. Okay. All right. Let me read an ad and then let's do what we have been wanting to do for years. Yes. And handicap some, some the moment has arrived. All right. But first I want to tell you about bokes.com. Look, just because she said she didn't want anything for Valentine's day. Patty C doesn't mean she doesn't deserve anything. You filthy animal. All right. That what, what, what argument are you making that she does deserve something? (laughs) Well, not, not your situation. Like she could say, Uh, (laughs) I don't deserve it. And I would say, yes, you're right. But Colby is a much more loving man. He's a much more of a gentleman. You, you, you want what I say? Okay. What do you get a weekend of Bernie's two DVD? Boom. Not Blu-ray. DVD. DVD. Yeah. Make her go buy a DVD player. <laughs> Put it in your fucking computer to watch it. That's right. Right? Which computers don't even have CD ROMs anymore, right? Right. Yeah. Is so yours right there? I think they stopped making that. No. The, the, yeah, no. no I'm kind of let down by that because you I, you know why it lets me down? Why is that? Because I have a lot of music that was not released. Yeah. Oh, it's not available for me to go get. You have to go get the external CD drive. And then I got to plug it in and then rip it to my computer. So I have copies on my computer that I can plug in my iTunes that I can play everywhere. Jesus. Right. Come on. Help me out a little bit. You're a digital boy now. Living in a digital world. That's right. Uh, And if you're living in a digital world, I suggest you check out Bokes.com. Because Valentine's Day isn't just for lovers, Patty. See, it's about sharing your love with everybody. Oh. Okay. So show your best Valentine some love and not a guillotine. Show show your best Valentine some love. Let mom know how much you love her. That's the person that deserves the the flowers. That's true. Because she she's taught you everything. That's right. She let you play Tecmo into the wee hours of the night. Really, she's just like the only person in the world that actually loves me. Yeah. And like I go home and she does all these nice little things for me, cooks all the food. Yeah. Gosh, I love going home. Right? We love you, moms. We do love you. You moms. deserve some flowers. This is like a Mother's Day thing now, right? But yeah. anyway, let her, let her know how much you love her. Or make that first move with someone you've had a crush on for a long time. I'm not telling you to do that because you're in a relationship. But Hello. hey, uh, make that for you, the listener. <laughs> you're single. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> you're single. You, you want to mingle. You haven't had the balls to tell old Susan she's got a great rack of tits. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you get up. You 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 muster that thing up, right? <laughs> you don't need Evan Williams. You just need some some flowers over to Bokes.com, right? It's a lifesaver. Uh, Let me tell you. You you got you got. Look, I mean, this is something that is, is seriously like, it's your own experience. This Bokes this Bokes company thing. You know, have you ever bought flowers from the grocery store? What do they what do they smell like most often? Nothing. They smell like nothing, Patty. See, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Huh? That's what they smell like. Refrigerated nothingness. Plastic. Serious. Try it next time you go to the grocery store. And then you'll realize that, hey, Bokes is the place to order from. Their difference is striking. Blooms from Bokes actually smell floral. So check out Bokes.com. I mean, look. And by the way, it's, it's a, they have a great Valentine's deal going on. Bokes is short for bouquet. Okay. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Please, uh, 
Look, it's B O U Q S. If you're wondering, not everyone prefers roses for Valentine's day. The books company has you covered with a variety of beautifully styled bouquets, sweet treats, which you got to love those patties. See, I know you love sweet treats, plants, gifts, and succulents. I, I do recall. You told me earlier today that I'm always up for a good succulent. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bloom starting at just $39. The Bokes company is uh, nationwide and offers next as well as same day delivery. And uh, we even have a flower flower. Jesus. I'm going to say follower. <laughs> flower. <laughs> flower <laughs> subscriptions. The Bokes company works with some of the world's uh, finest eco-friendly farms because our flowers are sourced directly. They arrive faster and live longer. 25% off from your order at Bokes.com. Just go to Bokes.com backslash SGP with code SGP. Yes. In the face. Talk about an ad that falls on deaf ears with our listeners. But what are you talking is, about? It's Valentine's Day. This they is, know. That's true. You're telling me. Look, I met Alan Cooley's wife when I was in Vegas. Yeah. Alan Cooley. Hell of a good guy. He probably wants to go. Uh, you know, he's probably maybe he's drinking, betting college basketball. And then all of a sudden it dawns on him by listening to us. He's like, shit. I forgot I, Valentine's Day. I, you know, it's coming up. I need to hurry up and order some stuff. That's where this ad becomes essential. And then he takes, because your- you are degenerate yeah. <laughs> degens only, you know, exactly. And this is your reminder and get that, something. And then they're going to listen to you and get that succulent that you always wanted. <laughs> there you go. Everyone gets a succulent. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, we're finally here, buddy. Okay. Before we dive into these spreads, why I want to tell the people why we, I think you're of the same opinion as me, Patty C. Yes. That I don't want to put words in your mouth. Okay. But it's better than the alternative. Why are we excited Pause. for the XFL? Why have we been excited for the AAF, even though it, Tom Donden and everything that went down the way it went down? Why is it for, for new listeners? Why, why am I writing? I just wrote a segment on sports previewing the XFL. Yes. Check that out. If you have not got the chance, but um, why, why, why Patty C? That's the question. Why are we as Americans and human beings excited about the prospect of spring football? Yes. Because we have seen the decimation of the NFL and, and it's, it's selling of its soul to corporate America as was plainly evidenced by the rocks introductions of the teams during the Super Bowl, not four days ago. And so now it is time for a great man in American culture, Vince McMahon to East Carolina represent. There you go. Pirate for life uh, to re to give rebirth to football, the sport, the way it was. See, see my thing. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go throw shade at the NFL, but obviously, you know, I, we have not been fuck the NFL. See, see, but you always limp me in as the negative guy against the, the, see, I like the NFL more than I do the NBA. I take way more shade at the NBA and the NFL. Yes. I thought they were pretty ridiculous with whether it was their Josh Gordon suspended for weed, but yeah, Ray Rice could punch his girlfriend and get, well, the NFL is like for that. If your mom betrayed you. Okay. Yeah. And the NBA is like, if your girlfriend betrays you, you know, you, you expect your girlfriend to betray you, (laughs) right? Because they're girlfriends, right? (laughs) <laughs> your mom betrays you that fucking cuts deep. And I was that's in what a six NFL year relationship done. and I did not expect my girlfriend to betray me. Well, you and I live in different worlds. 
Uh, well, look, a, my, a lot of my complaints, I, I was going to touch on, on it differently, but Hey, we, you, this is the beautiful thing about our podcast is, uh, you know, my thing is this mm-hmm. I've even when the NFL was in its heyday to me, well, for, for me being alive, cause I believe the heyday was probably 60s, 70s, yeah. but for me being alive nineties, late eighties, my golden era. Yeah. I still wanted more football. I thought I've always thought and, and that football could work year round. And I, th- I still think basketball could work year round. Yeah. If, if other leagues uh, emerged, I mean, me and my brothers would watch. I remember as a kid watching the USFL, I remember, um, watching world league and, and, and uh, getting into even arena football and Canadian football leagues and, and, and the XFL the first time it dropped, never been limited to the fall season for you. Not at all. And I still, I still think people that think that are, are completely out of touch with the demand. Like to me, the, like the USFL was, a, was a, a league that was succeeding at spring. It was gaining viewership every year. And then some guy named Donald Trump, right? You may have heard of him, uh, you know, persuaded the owners to move their spring league to fall and rival the NFL. And they lost Pulled bad the trigger too early. I think if they just stayed in the spring, they would still be a league today. Yeah. And we would be watching football year round pretty much. Um, and, and I think even now with more TVs covering more games and, and, and gambling being legalized, I think it's even more uh, There's going to be a demand for it. Yeah. And some people say, well, the AAF folded last year. People don't realize the AAF was getting good ratings. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why you saw Fox, ABC and ESPN go on board here. Yeah. And, well, not only did the AAF get good ratings, but they were a shotgun operation that kind of tried to jump the gun and beat the XFL to the punch, which they did. Um, turns out that may that have, may have been the downfall, yeah, and it may have actually helped the XFL. Yeah, I think they did because I think the XFL more networks are ready to jump on board based off of the the amount of viewers they saw. I mean, yeah. the AAF was beating the NHL and, yeah. and some weekends, the NBA, the AAF had almost no time to like publicize their, they had no like name. Yeah. There was no commercials saying AAF coming, right? Like the XFL has done it much more correctly. Yeah, the XFL has Vince McMahon, a much more known name than Charlie Ebersole. And he has the money. Yeah. They has the, that's the, money. the key thing. And the XFL has existed before. It's, it's name rebranded yeah, itself yeah. into what they hope to be like a, a credible league at this point. They're like you said, uh, they've got a long-term approach here. Yeah. They've got network t- TV backing them and gr- and the, and the, the best networks in the game. Yeah. ABC ESPN from, from a viewing standpoint, not from my opinion. Right. Uh, Fox also. Fox. Um, so, so to me, I mean, I've always believed that this thing could work. It just needs to be in the, in the hands of, of the people that know what the fuck. Now let doing. me push back on you a little bit. What's that? Uh, the XFL did have incredible viewership at the beginning only to have it taper off. I believe the same thing happened a little bit with the AAF. Well, true. And it will happen again with the XFL. It'll happen with the XFL and the league that you're citing as a, uh, you know, historical reference for Spring football having sustained success. The USFL of the eighties had tons of star power. That's true. Uh, but they also had less TV deals. Yeah. So to me, there's uh, a number of factors that's well, first off, I expect it's going to be the same way with the XFL because the first time you put the product out there, people are going to go crazy and watch it. Yeah. And then it will get, you know, as the season goes on earth a little bit. Yeah. That's going to happen. That's human nature. That's just the way it's going to work out. Um, however, though, 
the, I, you know, re- reading articles that Vince McMahon's not going to lose $375 million. He has $750 million invested in this thing. And, uh, he's committed for three years. Yeah. And his idea is for three years to make this thing go. And by that third year after that, uh, have a, a real television money come in and, and, and pick it up. And he starts to gain back his money. Yeah. Any business that starts is going to lose money at first. So I think yeah. this is a, a good trajectory. I mean, the excitement will build over time, especially because, um, you know, the AAF, gambling DraftKings, everything, you know, that all of that, the game of football being an entertaining product, you know, in and of itself, um, some teams now they're kind of fucked up by not going after teams that didn't already have, uh, our cities that didn't no, they got have. St. Louis on board. And I think St. Louis is going to be a uh, sellout and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I think the fans are going to uh, sign up for that. Okay. I hope so. Um, but also, I mean, I just think, uh, it's, it's today they're going to view every game. Yeah. People are going to be able to gamble on every game. That's a huge difference maker, man. And I think uh, the AF had a few recognizable names. Obviously the XFL, which we'll touch on here in a little bit with, uh, we've gone over some of the rosters already. Yeah. Um, but obviously we're planning on handicapping. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll touch on, uh, you know, just based on the rosters is all we have at this point. But you would also anticipate as it becomes a legitimate like secondary league, which is, I guess, the the angle that they're taking, that more and more recognizable names, whether it be guys that have recently retired and are giving it a second coming chance, out of college. guys that are coming out of college, guys that are leaving early if that starts to happen, yeah, yeah. there's going to be a, a little niche for it, if not like a, an outright, just like a, a, a nice talent pool, you know? Yeah, and, and I wonder like... Um how many people, you know, you, you mentioned how you're disgruntled with the NFL. I feel like a lot of people are, mm-hmm. whether it's the fact of their approach on Kaepernick, whether, you know, that people were you know, split on that. Yeah. It pissed people off from both angles. Yeah. And, uh, whether it was Ray Rice, whether, yeah. whether it was, uh, the Patriots tapes being destroyed or, or, you know, uh, there's a lot of angles yeah, here. In some ways, the NFL is so big that they're the, in a no-win situation. The pass interference rules for yeah. me are a huge thing that pisses me off. Yeah. Which I'm sure they, they might be. In, I don't know what they'll be like in, in the XFL, but regardless, uh, uh, football year-round is something I, I believe in. I'm a huge proponent of it. Yeah. And if it's not the XFL, the next league that comes on board, you'll see me doing the same thing or I see us doing the same thing. Yeah. And I, be, I also believe in basketball. I, I still want to see a league threaten the NBA. Yeah. I really do. I know your stance on that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Google to start their own basketball league yeah. and have real fucking effort. Right. The one uh, thing that would change basketball completely for Colby would be the non-guaranteed contracts. Yes. A la NFL. Yes. Because I mean, we saw Andre Iguodala just sat out for fucking got paid $13 million to sit out and then ended up getting a $20 million bonus when he went to the heat today, 30 million, 30. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Too yeah, much power. Yeah. That's called too way power. too much power. If you're the owner of a fucking team, yeah. you're just like, fuck. That's why, that's why you watch and like the game is lazy. Yeah. I go to the, I, I went to a bunch of Clipper games. You're sitting there watching players. You're like, dude is not trying his hardest. Yeah. Hey, and, and college basketball and pro basketball are two different games. Like, I want to say 80% of the teams in college basketball scored over a hundred or 80% of the games tonight in pro basketball, rather had a team score at least 116 points. Um, there was a game in college basketball tonight where a, 
<laughs> team didn't score 45. Well, they scored yeah. 14 and a half. Yeah. That's two different games. It's two different sports. Really? It's two different yeah. sports. And yeah. so obviously that's the extreme of the college basketball. I don't think that's necessarily the most entertaining product, but it's certainly far more entertaining than a bunch of guys running up and down the court, giving no effort. Yeah. And like Colby says, the fans just sitting there like, okay, you scored, you scored, yeah, you it's scored. It's an Instagram you scored. event. Yeah. All right. Now let's get down to it. But before I get down to it, my last ad read of the night. And I want to tell you that we, uh, the college experience, we're on the sports getting podcast network. So check out the NBA frauds contest. We're giving away a thousand dollars. I love how we just shit on the NBA, but still, if you dig it, this is for you. We're giving away a thousand dollars. Find the fraudulent NBA teams, pick two teams from each group that will perform the worst in the second half of the season. Go to sgpn.io backslash NBA frauds. That's sgpn.io slash backslash NBA frauds. All right. Um, here we are Saturday, Patty C Saturday. Oh man. On the West coast, on the West coast, 11 AM. I'll be watching ABC. The DC defenders are a six and a half point favorite. Jim Zorn, the coach of the Seattle sea dragons comes back into DC oh. where he is known for, for running the fake field goal twice. <laughs> the worst fake field goal twice in a row. One of the more hilarious plays in NFL history. Um, they got Brandon silvers at quarterback, former AAF QB, former Troy quarterback as well. Um, I think the Seattle roster is pretty bad when I analyze it. I don't think they're very good. When I analyze DC, if anything, I'll tell you this. I put a futures it bet in through a hundred dollars down on the DC defenders at plus 700. I, actually it was plus seven fifty. committed. When I analyze the rosters, I think this is, I don't want to say definitely the best team because the Dallas renegades is pretty good. And yeah. I think the Tampa Bay Vipers might be, might be in that action from a quarterback play standpoint. You'd have to think that's yeah. Cardell Jones. You got Tyree Jackson, two capable quarterbacks at uh, running back. Got Nick Brissett. You got your, your Abdullah kid from JMU. You got Donnell Humphrey, Humphrey, Humphrey. Sorry, Bobby Humphrey. Shout out. <laughs> um, you got Rashad Ross at, at wide receiver. who was a stud in the AAF Eli Rogers and uh, Malachi Machi Dupree. I'm going to put Colby out there. I, I was hammered. <laughs> The initial pronunciation of this name out of Chloe's mouth. Not tonight. Not tonight. Malachi. (laughs) Malachi Debris. You knew who he was. Hammered. But (laughs) apparently (laughs) that was the Dant pronunciation. You can't do this to me. It's a different language. (laughs) I hate you. Um, I'm taking the defenders big in this one. I know we're from DC. I There's think, a, I think you mine it. You take that. You, you, you give away the points. Homerness. Homerism. Give away the points. I, I have a, a projected score. Patty C yeah. of the defenders. 33, the sea dragons, 19. Boom. What there do you think? Uh, I think the sea dragons have a terrible name and a terrible yeah. logo. Why can't, why can't, why do they should just put me in charge besides making X mobile XFL tech mobile. Nice genius marketing idea for myself. I, I think I can, uh, I think I can name these teams a lot better. Is it really the sea dragons? Yeah. Jeez. They just kind of straight bit off the Seahawks and with the dragon. Yeah. A lot of dragons out there in Seattle. Sea dragons. Oh. I remember, uh, the wizards. That's a horrible name. We're almost uh, going to be the sea dogs. 
That was one of the five finalists. I, what's, here's what's crazy. Sea Dogs is so bad, but still better than the Wizards. Dude, I don't think they're the Sea Dragons. I think they're the Seattle Dragons. Really? Did yeah. I fuck that up? Yeah, I think they're just the Seattle Dragons. I don't think so. Did you go to the website? Go to XFL.com? I'm on it right now. Look at this. Huh. I think you're just looking at SEA Dragons. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. It better not be the Sea Dragons. That might be my fuck up. I don't know what the fuck a sea dragon is. Either way, that that shows Colby's disrespect of the. <laughs> I watched. Seattle I look at that franchise. helmet and it's just trash. It's the worst uniform in sports. Who the fuck made that? They still uh, shouldn't be called the dragons. <laughs> a six-year-old kid. <laughs> Seattle dragons. Well, uh, it's better than the Tampa Bay uh, Vipers. No, I'd take the Vipers because the snake actually is in t- in Tampa. The V looks like a vulva. And with like, that visor they have. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's got like the check uh, out sports scaling podcast on Instagram. You'll see an amazing visor from, from the, uh, the Vipers, the dragons is the worst team in this, in this league. Yeah. But I don't like the battle Hawks name either. I don't like the Vipers either. The, I don't like, I don't mind the defenders. I don't mind defenders is, uh, I don't mind the renegades or the roughnecks. How about the guardians? I'm not a fan. Yeah. They, they, they done got better. Texas. Correct. Yeah, the Renegades is cool. And I guess Wildcats works for anything. The Roughnecks is pretty badass. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you're taking DC, though, minus the points, right? Yeah, give me DC. Okay. Uh, moving down the line, the, this is on Saturday. Once again, two games on Saturday. We get the uh, the Los Angeles Wildcats hit the road to take on the Houston Roughnecks. This is an intriguing game. You got you got Winston Moss, first game head coach of the Tampa Bay, I mean, of the LA Wildcats, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, technical ball player. Uh, their offensive coordinator, a little guy named Norm Chow. Might have heard of him. Yeah. Uh, Pepper Johnson, their defensive coordinator. Look, Josh Johnson, their starting quarterback. I hear he's a 50 50 on starting. I heard he was bad, a little injury. This for the Roughnecks? No, for the Express. Uh, they for- traded Luis Perez to the Guardians, former AAF quarterback. The Express. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Express, the uh, Wildcats. Jesus. The uh, USFL is Los Angeles Express. There Steve you go. Young. There you go. Uh, he's. Uh, Dreaming of uh, days of glory. Yeah, spring football. There you go. Um, and the Roughnecks, you know, got our guy June Jones, Chris Miller, their offensive coordinator, former Atlanta Falcon. Who are you taking here? I got, I got the Wildcat. You know, we're LA Wildcat fans. Yeah. Right. So maybe I'm a homer here. I got the Wildcats twenty nine, Roughnecks twenty seven. Well, we have every intention of attending. Yeah. Okay. So not this weekend, but next weekend. At the moment, we think we're going to be at the XFL home opener in Carson, California. If you're in the LA area and want to come out and check out an XFL game, hang out with the college experience. Come on out. Look, the following day is a federal holiday. Was that President's Day? Yeah, President's Day. We're going to get rip roaring, cherry bombed. That's right. <laughs> we expect you guys to join us. And cheer on our. And it's the home opener for the LA, LA Wildcats. Wildcats. We could be talking about this team on our deathbeds, and yeah. we will all be at the first LA Wildcats home game. Uh, do I like that it's being played in a soccer stadium? No, that's the that's the uh, that's DC. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking? Here? Okay, LA, we're we're a little, little better off. Carson, isn't Carson? A, don't they play in the soccer stadium too? Well, it's the Charger Stadium too. Humble beginnings. It's at least and it's outdoors. We're going to be, right? yeah, that, that's true. I like, I was glad to see that. I would rather a team play in a small outdoor stadium 
and a big ass. I was dome. glad to see that Dallas is not playing at Jerry's World. Nice. They're playing, I think, at the Ranger Stadium. Is it? Is their soccer stadium? Nice. Um, who are you going with here? Give me the Wildcats. I, I, there's a certain. They're, they're uh, catching three and a half points too. Got to love the hook. I'm going. I'm. I'm going money line. I'm money lining this motherfucker. Boom. You gotta like Houston though. There's a special thing that Houston's doing. By uh, June Jones conjuring the yeah. image of the 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 oil derrick, a la the Houston Oilers, where the uh, Houston Texans have proven to be a soulless and winless <laughs> franchise. Um, <laughs> give me, give me. A, there's a special place. They're my, they're my kind of like closet favorite team a little bit, just because. I, well, they got June Jones. That too. That helps. Uh, you know. Okay. Next up, we got the Tampa Bay Vipers heading up to New York to take on the Guardians. Is it since it's New York? Is it Guardians? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> New York LaGuardians. <laughs> uh, look, the Vipers have uh, Mark Tressman, former Chicago Bear head coach, former uh, I believe it was the OC of the Ravens for a while there. Uh, but the real thing, the real thing to mention here, and the real reason why I'm riding the Tampa Bay Vipers is because of one Jerry Glanville. The greatest, one of the greatest Americans. Well, you're certainly uh, riding a bias there, which I can appreciate because he is one of the best Americans. Well, also when I evaluate the roster, yeah, you got Aaron Murray. I like this thing. They're going to apparently use Quentin Flowers as the hybrid quarterback, running back, wide receiver, a little slash going on. Are they going to bring back the the and that visor. too legit to quit a level of uh, enthusiasm that those 91 Falcons had. He should dude. They should go all black with Viper. That, they should, that's, they should change their colors. Swag right? it out. They need to make him head coach. Now, let me tell you this though. What's that? Not only am I going to push back because I've seen uh, on Twitter, lots of people saying the uh, guardians had the second strongest roster to the uh, defenders. But also I saw that play where the uh, running back knocks the uh, defender on his ass then proceeds to stiff arm his head into the ground while he's already laying prostrate. I don't know that I've seen the this. Oh my gosh. How did you I not tag you in? I did tag you in it. Really? And it's fucking awesome. Must've been the day I was hammered. Like the guy. Okay. He trucks him. Right. And then there's a second where the, the running back like stopped and the other guy fell on his ass and like he, he could have just run right by him, but he decides to just run up and push his head into the ground and then run. <laughs> It's comical. Wow. It's fucking. I got to check this it's out. It's great. So you're going LaGuardians. Give me the LaGuardians. The, the Tampa's favored by a point and a half. Give me a money line on the, on, on the NYG. Going two dogs in a row. Yep. And then, like I said, that's Sunday, uh, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. If you're on the West at 2 PM, the battle Hawks at the renegades. Look, the renegades. I thought when I evaluate, I think they have the best roster. I think they have the best logo. I think they have the best name. But they got Bobby Stoops. Probably got the best coach. They got How Mummy, former Mike Leach. Him and Mike Leach created the air raid offense back in the days. They're gonna be throwing the ball around. Is who's uh, getting the start there? Landry Jones, but they got Philip Nelson, East Carolina guy, back up. Landry Jones has some Pittsburgh Steelers NFL experience. Uh, but check this out. The Battle Hawks have Jonathan Hayes at coach, and he's a t- tight end in Tech Mobile that you must respect. Anyone with Tech Mobile. That's what I'm saying. Uh, background. You must His respect. OC is a guy named Chuck Long, who happens to be the, the, a backup quarterback for the LA Rams in Tech Mobile. Boom. Um, Rich in Tech history here. Now, I'm going to call. See, everyone, I, I, I do think the Renegades have the best roster. Them are, are the defenders. I don't think the LaGuardians do, right? Okay. 
I think the Renegades are going to be there, but it's going to take some time. You imagine a Dallas versus Washington Super Bowl or initial XFL Bowl. But check us out. I'm calling for a 26 Extreme 25 Bowl. Battle Hawks upset. People in St. Louis get happy for the home opener next week. Yeah. Jordan Tamu, the quarterback of the Battle Hawks, has a great day. Huge upset. They're getting they're getting a touchdown, I believe, right? They're getting seven points right now. Give me the Battle Hawks. Boom. Who are you going with? I know that you said uh St. Louis has a special place in your heart where you find their uniforms kind of undercover cool. They're they're horrible but cool, if that makes sense. Sure. Sure. <laughs> in the same way that the Raptors are, I know although I know you don't appreciate I it. I don't agree with the Raptors. The I Grizzlies, bet. I would have said, yeah. Okay. Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. They're one and the same to me. Just nineties cheese, which makes them fun, but terrible at the same time. So who are you going with? <sighs> Give me Dallas, baby, all the way. Minus the seven? Sure. <laughs> There's a lot going for Dallas. That that symbol is fantastic. That is. That is a They really did a good symbol. job with that. Uh, all right, guys, we are the college experience. Um, by the way, we uh, started the college experience feed. We've been at this thing for years, but the feed is new. So please, if you can, if you've ever listened to the show and enjoyed it, give us an iTunes review, tell a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Subscribe, share, listen, all that stuff. Um, we'd really appreciate it. Um, the college experience is on all should be available on platforms, uh, 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 all platforms, but I, I think stitcher we're working on. I will get back to you guys on that. If you're trying to listen to it on stitcher, but, uh, he is Patty C. You can find him on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You find the, the sports gambling podcast network. You can find them on Twitter at the SGP network. Uh, you can find NC Nick who makes our picks with us in college basketball and college football at NC underscore Nick. And by the way, NC Nick, I think might be making a little appearance next Wednesday. Patty C. Hey, We're going to be recording straight from Indianapolis. God's oh. country. <laughs> Is that what they say? I'm sure Mike Pence would tell you that. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Colby D XFL going on this weekend. College basketball going on this weekend. You got other stuff too. get out there. Gamble. Enjoy life. Patty C. You want to say anything else? Look at that. Dude, that visor is ridiculous. Are they going to be allowed to wear those in the games? Dude, this guy on the Renegades, I'm looking. He's got a spiral, like hypnotic spiral on. Tell me they can wear those in the games. Dude, it's going to be fun. XFL is going to be fucking great. I can't wait. That's all I got to say. Welcome to the XFL. Let me tell you what. What's that? The first pick in uh, DC Defenders history, a Duke of JMU. Ooh. The running back for the DC Defenders, a Duke of JMU. Look. The defenders are the team of the XFL. They're the team of the future. And uh, so is JMU. So <laughs> that's what I'll leave you folks with. Ben Danucci is going to be in this league next year. huh? Probably. That's good chance. Honest. Good chance. Yeah. Guys, this is the college experience. We appreciate uh, all of you guys. And if you're in the Dayton or Cleveland or Indianapolis area, please reach out to me on at the Colby deal, buy a beer, meet up. It's always fun to kick it with some fans, learn about you guys, meet you guys in person. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.